Hello, welcome to ListCast, where the best things in the world come to be judged. On this episode, the best promotional campaigns of all time, with special guests, Vanessa Gritton and John Fahey. Welcome to ListCast. Hey, how's it going, y'all? I'm great. Howdy. Vanessa, how are you? John already said he's great. I'm great. Happy. Happy. Yeah, I just got off work. That's why I'm all polished looking. Oh, that explains it. It was weirding me and John out. (laughs) (laughs) Very much. That's why I look like a person. Mm. So, Vanessa Gritton, you're here? I'm here. Say hi to the people, goddammit. Hi to the people, goddammit. Jesus Christ. Hello, everyone. I'm John Fahey. John Fahey's here, too. John Fahey, you know on Twitter. Couple of list cast (laughs) veterans. Don't, yes. Don't you goddamn start plugging your social no, media I stuff No, I won't. I'll right save now. it for the end. I'll save it for the end. Um, this one was a, a brilliant subject. Yeah, we're talking about best promotional campaigns this. of yes. all time. I am very excited about this. Now, and I was... This one uh, was... I kind of went more off your guys' list, but I was a little like, should I... I mean, it's... I think, I think there's a strong case for a lot of... Uh, Famous PSAs to be involved in. This. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. like d- say no to drugs. Uh, this, this is, is your, your brain, brain on drugs. drugs. Yeah, that's, what, I mean, that's that's really one of the best ever. Yeah, I learned it by watching you, Dad. Uh, the Truth cigarettes. Yeah. Uh, those ones. Were My like, anti. The lady has no head because she smoked, and you're like, what? It's like kick flips, <laughs> kicking me off heroin. I was. Um, I considered some political ads at oh. one point, like the uh, George Bush Willie Horton ads. Absolutely, that derailed Absolutely. the Dukakis campaign. Yes, oh, I love. But those. ultimately, I picked none of that. Yeah, some of Reagan's stuff against Jimmy Carter. Yeah, that was brilliant, brilliant, yeah. brilliant stuff. Uh, yeah, this is a really broad category. We could probably do a few different, a few sub ones. Yeah, yeah, versions or just sequels to this. Right, but. Yeah, I think this is going to be a fun topic. Everyone's lists are really I'm, great. I'm overjoyed with all of mine, and I even had to boot one good one off. Yeah, so did I. Let's, I did too. Let's yeah. um, let's go through the rules quick for anyone who's never listened before. Uh, we each brought five picks for the best promotional campaign of all time. We're going to go around the room one at a time and go through our picks. After we've each gone through our picks, that'll give us a list of 15, and that's too goddamn many. So then we'll each go around the room taking turns cutting stuff. Mm-hmm. We each cut two things. That'll take us down to a list of nine. And then we're, uh, we're going to let the audience do our save today since we don't have any guests in the room. So uh, the first person to post the word commercial in the comments Ooh, on the live stream, you get to do our save. Get to do it. So we will we'll see if that happens uh Quickly, chop chop. The first person to link a Bud Dwyer video gets to pick the winner. (laughs) No, 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 no. Send those via a private message because we still want to see them. The first commercial, (laughs) Miguel, Miguel Acuna or Acuna. Yeah, it's Miguel. Miguel. Oh, you guys were so close. And I'll Venmo one dollar to the first person that sends a video of roaches to Jeff. Oh, and Matthew Duff is on deck. If uh, okay, very good. If if Miguel disappears, great draw, you guys. Good shooting. Thank you, everybody, for volunteering. Let me write those names down, and then we will start. All right, who wants to go first? 
Ladies first. Johnny? Okay. Uh, my first one I'm real excited about because I've talked about this nonstop for a month is the Arby's Instagram. Uh, yeah, I don't know anything about this. Yeah, I'm not familiar with this. What are they doing on Instagram? <sighs> okay. I love what they're doing in their restaurants, that's for sure. <laughs> they have the meats. They do have the meats. Okay, <laughs> other than the fact that uh, I'm a big old Arby's slut, uh, Arby's has mastered a social media campaign not based off of simply promoting its products but being something fun on its own where you don't even have to enjoy Arby's to want to follow them. What they've started doing is uh, making stop motion videos out of their products like their boxes and their mozzarella sticks and their Mm -hmm. sandwiches and using them to make mini clips of... um, things that are currently popular in like pop culture and especially geek culture. Mm -hmm. So like one specific day they might like construct big Lebowski pins in a scene using like mozzarella sticks in a packet. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another day they might even go like super niche and talk about like a very specific indie game that people are very into, but they're very well done and really entertaining. Mm -hmm. And it follows a trend of like, the Wendy's account that's issuing clapbacks. Yeah, I almost or like picked the Wendy's RC account. RC Cola making a kafifi joke. But theirs is a little bit more genuine and fun, and it just doesn't rip off of headlines exactly. Right. But it's by somebody that honestly knows how to make something really entertaining. Yeah. Like I like that. That's a good pick. Yeah, I almost went with uh, Wendy's. Their Twitter account is fantastic right mm-hmm. now. It's fantastic, but but it are. doesn't do much to promote it. I can see. I've never seen the inst- the yeah. Arby's Instagram, but it sounds... it doesn't do much to promote it. But the Arby's Instagram promotes their products while still being really entertaining. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a good pick, John Fahey. What do you got first? Um, I'm really gonna go. I mean, I I think about. <laughs> I said to I said to Leah today. I think about Grimace all the time. <laughs> and I think the McDonald's children's characters are so underused. I think I think it got kind of swept away with clowns are scary. So right. nobody wanted Ronald around anymore, but they weren't. They weren't scary. And they, they weren't fun. There was the hamburger cheese. No, that's that's I'm thinking of Chuck E. Cheese. Right. Hamburger Hamburger. There was Mayor the McCheese. chicken. There's the chicken. Yeah. I don't know what Grimace is. Nobody does, but I yeah. think about Grimace all the time. Yeah, what what food at McDonald's do they make out of Grimace? <laughs> I don't. I, th- I thought maybe he was supposed to represent like generic shitty sugar drink. I'm the soda. <laughs> I'm yeah. Nugget Goop, the guy. <laughs> right. No, what I think about all the time is the Mayor McCheese toy that they removed for being too dangerous from McDonald's playgrounds. Right. Where it was Mayor McCheese's head. Big fucking head. It was his big fucking head, <laughs> yeah. and you can crawl into his mouth, and it had bars around it. Yeah. I fucking loved that shit. Yeah, all of that stuff was cool, and I was like, dude, if there was like a fucking Grimace movie, I would go see it. There was, and I watched it. Oh, really? I'm not kidding. It came in a McDonald's uh, there was Happy a Meal. Grimace movie? Yeah, there was a Grimace movie, and he had exactly exactly the kind of voice you would expect. There was uh Leah said there was a there was a tape like them singing songs and yeah, shit. Yeah, I had the hey tape. Boys, it was a Halloween one. Where it's just like Halloween is scary but not really like Yeah, in the songs they talk about how even the hamburger is their friend even though he keeps fucking them over like a degenerate junkie. <laughs> <laughs> It was so like I mean like they're like yeah they were, I mean it was all really good vibes and they were fucking adorable and cute and it was fun you know yeah they really don't use those they anymore. don't use they McDonald's don't use is too cool for that shit now they got Justin Timberlake on deck yeah but we all, I mean don't we all agree it was cool oh yeah absolutely it was cool so like why did that go away or even get why why wasn't that reinvented and of all the ones Clans. to keep around Ronald is the scary one sure yeah. like he's the one you want kids not to be exposed to right. 
Bad I mean, choices, man. Just I mean, just the hamburger. You, you can go on and on. He steals burgers. It's hamburger hysterical. is perfect. Grimace is perfect. Ronald, I don't know why we keep trying to make clowns happen happen as right. a society. Well, I think we gave up. I think I think Ronald was given up on. Yeah. I feel like there's still like a like a death rattle for clowns. But he was he, like whoever was playing him or whatever, he was funny and like it, it was cool. He seemed yeah. cool. What? I don't remember who it was, but someone was just telling me that one of their relatives was almost Ronald McDonald. And I was really? like, holy shit, that's a hard gig to get. Because there's only like six or seven in the world. Was it world. Travis Clark? That wouldn't surprise me, yeah. <laughs> oh my fucking God, if that man was Ronald McDonald. He'd be a great Ronald McDonald. Yeah, no, he'd be fantastic. I love him as a Ronald McDonald. I'm just saying like hanging out with him would be so much more different. Yeah, he'd be, he'd be, I don't think he'd be very gruntled. <laughs> He'd be far less gruntled <laughs> if he was money clown. I like it. I like that idea. All right. Uh, that's a good pick. Thank you. My first pick, I am going to do Radioheads in Rainbows campaign. Very, very, very good pick. Which today it's so common for people to just release albums without telling anybody. Right. But the Radiohead was, I think, the first. One of the first, if not the first, bands to do yeah. that and use it as a marketing campaign. It was. It was a huge deal. And they did it at a time when people still bought CDs. Right. Mm-hmm. And But everyone who put an album out, your album was going to get pirated. It would be right. online. For like sure. there was, I don't remember an album back then that I didn't have at least two or three weeks ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Like I'd still buy stuff, but I, yeah. like if I could hear it early, I would hear it early. Yeah. And Radiohead figured out a way to monetize that. Yeah. Like they they were just like, we know this is going to get pirated. So instead of waiting until we can put it out officially, right? We'll just pirate it ourselves. And if people want to pay something, they can. They made ten million dollars, I think, right, on that campaign. Yeah. It Jesus. sold like three million albums yeah. at a time when people were hemorrhaging money because everyone's right. albums were getting stolen. Yeah. Well, it was also the approach of we're just going to go ahead and trust you to do the right thing. Yeah. And that really resonated with people. Yeah, and I think it it really kind of flew in the face of what people were thinking about music fans at the time, which yeah. is that no one wants to pay for music anymore. Absolutely. And Radiohead kind of proved that if you have a loyal enough fan base and if you're actually making good music, right. they will reward you for that when the time comes, yeah. if you ask them to. Yeah. And it was it was brilliant. It put a lot of faith in their fans. Yeah. You know, it could like everyone could have just taken it for free. I even paid for it and I was stealing shit tons of music. Oh, yeah. Then. Right. I mean I paid a dollar for it. Speaking of PSAs, but, yeah. the you wouldn't steal a car. Yeah. Exactly. Those like and and uh home taping is killing the music industry. Yeah. yeah. Uh but that was the thing is, is that the way I felt about culture was if I I'll pirate the album. But then if I like it, I'll go buy the vinyl. I still right, do right. that. And same thing with comic books. I'll download them all. If I like it, if it's a good store, I'll go buy the fucking books. Right. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And then they released it as a regular CD and sure. on vinyl like months later, and it sold again. Yeah. Fucking brilliant. That was very, God damn very it, Radiohead. Brilliant. That's a good fucking pick. All right, Vanessa, go through your next pick. I'm going to go turn the air on, though. It's getting fucking hot in here. Yeah, right? it is yeah. a little right. I'll be right back. warm. I'm getting a little but sticky go. under the arms. Um. My next one is the Budweiser What's Up commercial. This is that's probably the best pick you could do. That's such a good pick. What the, it's, it's always still here. funny. It's, it's so, always funny. It's so funny. It's always funny. 
Uh, <laughs> that's my only argument that I really need. Yeah. But it was something that just became so ingrained in the time. You couldn't not do it. Like Budweiser is an okay product, but it became everybody's go-to because it was like, what kind of beer do you want to get tonight? What's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was so simple. So dumb. So simple, so dumb, so long-lasting. Yeah. People would answer phones that way. Your weird uncle would do that <laughs> at Thanksgiving when you walked into the room. It was a mainstay. <laughs> yeah. Like, whatever guy pitched it, where he just walked into a room, put on his Wayfares, and went, guys, I got it. Mm-hmm. What's that? Yeah. Managed to fucking make so much money for Budweiser. Yeah. I just got saliva all over this mic. I'm I remember the brand, the, 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 the uh, inaugural episode of the season where Bill Hader and Andy Samberg joined the cast. They did that thing where it was an impression off on Weekend Update and Bill, oh, yeah. Bill Hader's doing these incredible impressions and then they go, okay, now Samberg do Christopher Walken. He goes, hey, what's up? I'm Christopher Walken. What's <laughs> and that? And the commercial was like eight years old at that point. Yeah. And it was long gone, but it was still so great. funny. It was there, so, so funny. There were so many great parodies of it. Remember, was it the Justice League? There was a like a cartoon parody. Really? Where, where somebody was, kept answering the phone that yeah. way. It was like <laughs> it just a kept going, What's up? It was a late night Justice League parody of What's Up. And I remember that, and that was the moment in my head where it was like, I'm a child and a beer commercial is fully part of my vocabulary. Right. Now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know what it is and I can't really drink it, but I can't stop saying it. Yeah. It was a complete and utter knock out of the park for whatever PR guy managed to come up with that. Yeah, you know what? I just, I mean, fuck, man. There's so many good ones. I'm, I'm just... Imagine Don Draper pitching was up. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Guys, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> um, fuck, I might need to sub one out. I just thought of a really fucking good one. <laughs> well, it's your turn. All right. Well, I'm not going to go there yet. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna say right now the PlayStation Two. Ads. I don't remember. Directed these. by David Lynch. Remember the fucked up ice cream <gasps> truck oh, and yeah. all that shit. Yeah. And it was like, I mean, there, uh, th- th- that was part of the thing too. Was that PlayStation Two was just coming. It wasn't out yet. And they started blasting you with these ads of super weird, surreal stuff. And they were just telling you, you already know how good PlayStation is. And now we're coming out with the second one, and it's gonna be, it's gonna be a different world. It's well, it created a, that mythos around it. Yeah, you thought you thought like it was gonna be life changing. Right. You know? And instead, I would just hear that stupid boring as it came on and then try and play a game and then <laughs> fucking do it again. <laughs> but I, I was so taken with those, and I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't even a video game kid. You know what I mean? Like, I, I was, you know, one or two here and there, you know, yeah. but like. You're a bicycle kid. I was, well, uh, yeah, I was, yeah, a little bit more. You were a bicycle kid swinging a stick in a sandlot yeah, kind of boy. Yeah, definitely. On a swing, talking to a girl, trying to make her laugh. <laughs> um,. <laughs> Yeah, but I was, I was, they were like, and weren't they, what was the slogan? It was, wasn't it like something weird or something like think weird or like, I didn't do research on this, but, but I mean, I'm going on straight memory of some of these freaky, you right. know, it was David Lynch. There was very freaky stuff. Yeah. There was, you know, kind of like featureless creatures and kind of like no. Girls no, laughing in the background. Yeah, no real logic, blinking lights. He always does blinking lights. I remember something like a, like an androgynous thing floating yeah. And just like the sound of giggling and eyes. Right, some were black and white. I mean, but that really like neon in the dark ice cream truck that looked all fucked up. Yeah. That was the one that really yeah. stuck with me. Yeah, that was great. So that's my pick. That's a good pick. Thank you. 
Uh, for my second pick, I am going to go with. I'll save that one. I'm gonna do. It's got to be the shoes. Yeah, that was the the Mars Blackman, uh, Michael Jordan campaign. Spike Lee obviously right. was Mars Blackman. What I love about that campaign is how Spike Lee and Michael Jordan in real life were super duper rivals. Right, because Jordan obviously plays for the Bulls or played for the Bulls, who were s- so dominant in the '90s when I was living in Illinois. Yeah, yeah. must have been that. <laughs> right, but uh, and Spike Lee was a huge Knicks fan, and right. there was always this back and forth because Spike Lee's always courtside at every Knicks game, and they were huge rivals. But then they come together for this promotional campaign, yeah, which really was one of the first that made shoes athletic shoes into a fashion accessory right like before like jordan's really started that like yeah. there were other there were kind of like shoe contracts before that but jordan really started that yeah. whole that whole trend and a lot of it yeah. had to do i think with those campaigns and how stylized well, yeah, yeah. Had, they were had a, had a lot to do with i mean nike nike's just thing of we don't sell shoes we sell ideas yeah you know what i mean like uh the, the shit that he would say, like uh, the Jordan stuff, like um, elevate and decide in the air. Yeah. <laughs> Where you're like, huh? Oh, so I just fly and think about what I want to do, you maniac? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, someone tweet. I actually retweeted the, it. It's Go sounds, ahead. It just sounds so graceful. Ele- elevate yeah. and decide in the air. It's yeah. I love Michael Jordan. I grew up in Illinois. Baseball. So. <laughs> Alex Schmidt actually has a bit about this, but people think they like Michael Jordan. If you grew up in Illinois, you fucking love Michael Jordan. Right, yeah, like I wanted absolutely. to be Michael Jordan yeah. when I grew up. Yeah. But that uh I forgot what the fuck I was saying now. I mean, you could do Wheaties, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, oh yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've but, never tasted Wheaties. Oh, what I was gonna say, I uh tweeted a thing. What? You've never <laughs> tasted Wheaties? <laughs> You're no. actually not missing much. It's like raisin <laughs> bran without raisins. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, that's all it is. That actually sounds great because I hate raisins. Yeah, well, well, it's not that good, but they get you to fucking eat it by putting a pro athlete on there, so yeah. you think it's good for you. Yeah, and if you really need to shit, <laughs> Wheaties are great. But uh, if you uh, go to my Twitter, I retweeted this the other day. Someone uh, tweeted a bunch of different like article snippets about Michael Jordan and all of the people whose lives he destroyed on the basketball court just taunting them. What? Like, there's one story. Muggsy Bogues, who played in the NBA, was like 5'4", five, 5'5", five, five, something like that. And he was squaring up to shoot a jumper. And I guess Michael Jordan just backed up and said, shoot it, you fucking midget. <laughs> and they said his shot was altered the rest of his career. Like, it just, com- like, he got oh in his head. Oh, my God. There was a story about him telling Shaq what he was going <laughs> to do to one of his teammates he was like, I'm going to drive the lane, I'm going to go between my legs twice, and then I'm going to dunk on your teammate, and then I'm going to look at you after I do it. <laughs> and he fucking did it. Like, Michael Jordan was Jesus. so... And and what's great about those commercials, he didn't talk in them. Yeah. It yeah. was just him, like, dribbling a fucking right. basketball, and Mars Blackman just talking up Michael Jordan. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's I mean, part of the brilliance of all of that stuff, of just, just Jordan... The man as a brand is that he just kept his fucking mouth shut. That's why most that's brands that last the longest are when you don't let the face of your campaign speak. Because most of the time they're going to say something fucking dumb or do something fucking dumb or insist on something fucking dumb. But if you're quiet and we build a legend around you and we have somebody Mm -hmm. talk you up and you're aloof. Yeah. 
you're a legend forever. Just shut up. Right. Let everyone else say it. Yeah, Jordan was good at that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, do you think he had his father killed over gambling debts? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I think he actually killed him. Yeah. <laughs> you think he ran his own dad off the road and shot him? Yes. Yes, of course. Oh, well, yeah. Why not? All right. Vanessa, what's your next pick? Lol, it's Nike. Just do it. Is oh, it is really? it? Yeah. Just Do It was oh, a great yeah, campaign, too. It, yeah. it was Just Do well, It. Well, I almost picked Bo Nose, also. So the one of the reasons I... It was between this or Got Milk in terms of just, yeah. like, oh, a yeah. very I took short Got Milk off my list. moment. But Just Do It because it's still here. Like, in right. terms of Jordan's, you can look at the swish and know it's Just Do It. Right. You don't yeah. even need to see it on anything anymore. It's, yeah. And it was the most perfect short mantra to build something on because a lot of the times in advertising especially around the time just do it happened you'd kind of see that try too hard right sort of can't and it was it was cheesy and it was hokey but just do it reminded you of that guy that doesn't really say much that 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 aloof mysterious stranger that just has succinct perfect advice and that's why just do it works yeah. like to this day whenever i'm being a fucking pussy about something i mumble it to myself I know. yeah we all do because it's so fucking like it's got it's got staying power. It's, it is, it is because yeah. it's 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 like it's not even what it says. It's everything else that it doesn't say. Where it's yeah. like, don't think about it, just do, do it. it. You know, and, and get it over with. Exactly. And just fucking just. I mean, what are you gonna do or not? It breaks through the hemming and hawing. <laughs> yeah. And when you think of it and you're sitting there and holding shoes between the two and you can't figure out what to pick, what are you going to go with? Just do it. Right. Just it, yeah. do it. It's appropriate for everything. It's beautiful. Yeah. And it's also uh, the words that led to the loss of my virginity. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he was being weird. He was just like, are you sure? I heard you were a religious girl. And I was just like, just do it. Oh, you said it. I, I thought said he it. said it. I was no. like, that's not cool at all. Are you no. fucking Carl Lewis? <laughs> I said it because it was just going to be like, uh, you're, you're like Jesus and shit. At the t- <laughs> and I was just like, just fucking do it. Put it, put it where it goes. Put it where it belongs. It doesn't belong there. <laughs> it definitely didn't belong there. What, the schlong of some idiot in high school doesn't belong? <laughs> it did not belong in, like, my 15-year-old flower that didn't know what good was yet. Oh, God. Oh, man. Just do it. That's a powerful ad campaign. Jean? I'm going to go with the M&Ms voting for the new color. Oh, yeah. That, that was, was I mean, because what did they put up, like, purple, and we all knew blue was going to win. Yeah, which was bullshit. <laughs> Fuck a blue. Well, I mean, I thought I was, I mean, I thought it from the get-go, it was, I think, what else was it? Did they throw? There they, was purple, purple, blue. Was there a green at that point? I think there already was. There were was. already green, yeah. because I, re- I remember an M&M's commercial where if you eat the green M&M, you hit a home run when you're playing baseball. Oh, I thought it was all about getting laid, the green M&M's. What? What? Yeah, like green M&M's were like something about sex. Well, I know the. I wonder if that's why the green M&M is a woman. That's what I thought. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's like eating pussy. Yeah. Right. You can fuck this (laughs) M&M. And I think I mean, wasn't the green M&M like one of the ones where the people in bands started doing the rider, where it was like green M&M's? It was um, Van Halen. Thank you. Brown M&M's. They didn't want. 
Ah, interesting. It wasn't even so much just the Eminem specifically. It was, are you listening? Or yeah, are you reading our writer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's it like a test. It, probably reading it and going, "I'm not going to do that bullshit." Well, that's Fuck like how in Goodwill Hunting they put like a very out of place oral sex scene uh, between the main characters in it, and the people they sold their script to were the ones that were just like, "Hey guys, what about this? What about this gratuitous oral sex thing?" Oh wow, yeah. interesting. That's super funny. So now I'm just going to write. Just but a- I don't know. There, there, there was something about that. It was like creating a campaign, yeah, and and people voting and feeling like you had some control over this dumb thing. I remember being a kid and being like, "Wow, I wonder who's gonna win." Because it's the first chance you get a vote at a thing, right? You get to yeah. create Other a than product. Like, what happens on this show if you call in? Right, exactly. Yeah. So that's what I'm voting for. It was a good one. I think it was one of the best. Yeah, that's a good pick. We are cruising right along. I like it. My third pick is the Blair Witch Project, which, uh, holy shit, has there ever been a more effective movie marketing campaign? That's one of the best picks of the episode. Like, they did the things they did to make people think that was a real story. There was like an A&E documentary. Yeah, there was the A&E documentary. They like would post on message boards. I mean, my friend watched that whole documentary, convinced the Blair Witch is a real phenomenon. Right, right. Yeah, I, th- I think the first time I saw it, I thought it was real, and then I learned not long after that it wasn't, and I was right. like, fuck it, I'm still going to go see it again. Yeah. That was a good movie, and good on them for tricking us. Yeah. Like, really harnessing early, early internet technologies, like before- Very much so. Social much media, so. and before you could really make something just go viral yeah. or put enough it money did. It behind really, it. It really upped the game, and it, it specifically led to... Do you remember that fucking that thing you could do online where you enter your friend's phone number and the ring person calls you and says seven oh, days? yeah. Yeah. That was directly linked to the Blair Witch yeah. stuff, where it was like making it like, like a on all fronts yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And it, it was the kind of thing that could really only work once. Right, Like, no Absolutely. one was ever gonna... Like, yeah. there were more found footage movies after that. Yeah. But you were never gonna pull that fucking ruse on people again. And no. And it was especially because it was original and not reinventing anything nobody had ever... Like had already Boy. heard of. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Nobody can ever do Balloon Boy again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to, to, get, to get that kind of return, like, that movie made something like... Two hundred million dollars. Oh yeah, they spent twenty two thousand making it. Yeah, that's that's insane. bonkers. That's just nuts. And yeah, the the degree to which that campaign worked was just fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, that was that was definitely one of the ones where it was like the first time I think they showed theater reactions too. Yeah. Yes, yeah, wasn't it? Uh, Exorcist. Did they show in commercials though? Not in. They would talk about it. Uh, I don't know if they did it in commercials. I mean, I, I knew there was there, there was about, real stuff too with like Texas Chainsaw Massacre where people did have like heart palpitations. Well, Texas and shit. Chainsaw and Exorcist. Uh, I know one of the ways that they did advertise it was talking about people walking out of the theater. Right. They were like the, some of the first examples of just like someone walked out. Yeah, they, they couldn't handle this. Right. Yeah. yeah, I remember that with Paranormal Activity too. Yeah. Uh huh. I remember when Paranormal Activity came out. That was almost that was primarily the marketing was just reaction shots of people watching it yeah I and mean, then that... they made it like hard to get like you had mm-hmm. to like go on this website and put in your zip code and like yeah i want to see this movie right which was bullshit they were probably just planning to roll it out slowly but, yeah. yeah but i mean the image of people being afraid in the theater itself was such a brilliant device yeah yeah i mean because i mean all you can think is oh holy shit what the fuck is going on right it's a, I mean, a brilliant idea to turn the camera at the audience yeah 
you know, and show them petrified. Yeah. So, yeah, that is my third pick. That's a brilliant pick. Thanks. Vanessa, what do you got next? I'm really excited about this one because this one consumed my life 10 years ago. Uh, it was the Nine Inch Nails Year Zero three-month campaign. That was so amazing. It was yeah. so cool. Yeah. It was the most fan, interactive, utterly insane, intensive campaign. Are you familiar with it? Yes. Oh, okay. yes. So for those of you that aren't, it started in 2007 around February where after concerts, people were finding pen drives hidden yeah. in bathrooms. Uh, and then when they would open these drives and upload them onto their computer, it would have a song or a clip of a song from Year Zero. And at the end, there'd just be distorted noise. But if you put the distorted noise in a spectrograph, an image of a hand came up. And Hmm. that was basically the thing that people saw as like a hallucinogen in this dystopian future. Hmm. So the next month, more pen drives are out. And now these lead to a phone number. And eventually, they're getting coordinates for secret shows. And as it goes on, they're finding burner phones. They're finding hidden websites. They're finding t-shirts where if you like find the highlighted numbers it leads to another secret website about some kind of resistance and they're getting pieces of it and this is going on for three months until it culminates to where they're performing on stage a bunch of people there are the people that have been finding these pen drives and like obsessively following this campaign and they get carried the band gets carried away by a SWAT team and radio silence until year zero drops so by the time year zero dropped it was just a like a fervor for three months of what is this insane yeah. viral game and it was yeah. the first example of like a play along game because mm-hmm. later on youtube there's an artist called i am am i who am i who ended up being like lee and who did something similar where you'd have to decode things mm-hmm. but the year zero campaign channeled that i want to be a detective coder ring kid in us yeah and made us want to right. figure this shit out even if you didn't like nine inch nails you wanted to be a part right. of the game absolutely yeah, I mean, you wanted to go on an adventure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, like, as I read up, the amount of flash drives they dropped absolutely everywhere is insane. Really? Like, they even created a website called Hollywood in Memoriam because it was, like, there were these different websites with different news articles from, like, things that were destroyed in this future. Hmm. And the fact that they use spectrographs for you to have to hunt down some of these things made it it made you feel like that future spy you wanted to be. Right. And yeah. I don't think anybody <clears throat> other than Nine Inch Nails could have had a fan base at the time mm-hmm. that was so excited to play along. Right. But also, I mean, it is like another thing like the Radiohead thing where it's like, we got to challenge these fans. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Like, they got Morse code. Uh, they gave out resistant kits in LA that had like these digipacks and thermochrome CDs where like if you warm them up they would have a certain code on it. Right. It they went balls to the wall with it. Yeah. It yeah. was so cool. God, I wish I found a flash drive. Yeah, yeah. that's brilliant. That would have been cool. John, what's your next pick? Um, I am going to go with the Burger King King campaign. Yeah. I mean, that was so weird and yes. it was so ambitious and it was so like uh it was just like I'm amazed that they had the foresight to know that everybody would be on board with it because it's so yeah. far out there. Yeah. You know? It was it was so risky for them. Very. Because they were kind of banking on the fact that people would go, 
hey, your new mascot's really creepy. That's right. kind of cool. Yeah. Because it that those commercials were, remember the one where... Where he's far away? Yeah, he he's keeps, far away, he and then he's closer. at the door, and he's <laughs> yeah. just holding a croissant, which it's like, he's going to rape that lady, I think, and I don't like this. But he'll this. feed her after. Yeah. They made a video game of it? It was, it was making, it was making like the weird puppetiness somehow alarming but endearing right yeah right. uh and, and they got away funny. they rode the line such a fine balance right uh i think i think it's i think it's one of the, the best ever yeah and, it was like yeah. like kind of taking the ronald mcdonald idea which is sort of an unintentionally creepy thing right. and just really leaning into it doubling yeah. down on the creepiness yes and kind of expecting that we would all ironically like it and i think we did like it was yeah. such People a fun got the video games yeah, yeah. Because there was an Xbox game for it. Uh, funny thing, uh, Kevin and his friends actually took a bunch of them because uh, they just obtained like 12 or 13 of them somehow and started replacing a friend of theirs games with it slowly. <laughs> where you just open up and everything was just Burger King games. <laughs> that's a great prank. Oh. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, it, it was weird. Like, you wanted to see the king get emotional later and stuff. Like, it went on and on. You wanted yeah. a mask. You wanted to be it for yeah, Halloween. You, you wanted it to have him to have a girlfriend, you know what I mean? A queen or whatever. Like, it, it just went on and on. And it was, I never got tired of it. Yeah, that's a great pick. Thank you. Uh, what We each have, I have two left, and then we each have one more. Or I have one more. I have two. Everyone else has right. one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right, I'm so torn between. I get it now. I'm back with us. Uh, my penultimate pick is the Energizer Bunny. Yeah. What uh, an iconic so good. It's mascot. So good. Still a thing today. Started in 1989. What a lot of people don't know, it's actually a parody of a Duracell commercial. And in, oh, yeah. and in Europe, it's still known as the Duracell Bunny. What? Because the original uh, commercial was three of these bunnies all playing drums, and they oh, I do remember they that. gradually like keep losing steam until there's one left, and then right. the Energizer Bunny just comes into frame, waving a fucking mallet around and banging this bass drum, and it kind of like uh, it was like the the Facebook, like they Facebooked Duracell's Friendster wow. basically, mm-hmm. and just swooped in and took their mascot. Yeah, and it's uh. What's really ironic about it is it's such an iconic campaign. They've stuck with it this long. Sales went down when they started that campaign. Yeah. And it's still just such such an iconic part of that brand now that they're yeah. like for better or worse stuck with it. And it was a thing like if you remember when it first came out it was getting parodied all over mm-hmm. the place. Oh it's, yeah. You know, you I think talk about fucking like the Energizer bunny and those yeah. late night shows that I right. wasn't allowed to watch. Yeah. And I mean, then there was, I mean, just, the, you know, he just never ran out and he always yeah. would show up and yeah, the continuity of it was just like, he's yeah, still going, still going. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's my pick. That's a, that's a great one. I don't have a lot of like fanboy stories about the Energizer Bunny, like with some of the other picks I can't talk about. I mean, he had sunglasses. He was really cool. He was really, really cool. He was yeah. one of those things that I, for some reason, convinced my younger brother was real. <laughs> I had convinced him that the Wiener Schnitzel Wiener was real and legit on the run. And then if he saw him, don't tell any adults because he would be in danger. So we always thought those toppers, like the ones that Wiener Schnitzel sold at the time that looked like the hot dog clutching onto the antenna for dear life, were like real. Uh, yes. It was, it was one of my three. <laughs> 
fast food things I had convinced him was real. That one, I can't remember the other one. And I told him that if a McDonald's employee doesn't smile back at you, if you smile at them, your food is free. (laughs) 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 So you just sit there like grinning at him, just waiting for him to do it back. And it's like if it was one time, he was just like, I guess my food is free because you didn't smile. Nice. I just had to flee the building because I didn't, I couldn't break. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, I lo- it's probably why he has a very loose grasp on reality now. Probably. <laughs> you ruined your brother. <laughs> he sucks anyway. All right, Vanessa, what's your last pick? Old Spice Guy! The Old Both Spice Guy! We love him so much. People would actually watch the commercial videos. Not since the beginning of Geico videos did people actually want to watch a full commercial. Mm-hmm. It was one that nobody skipped. And both iterations were major hits. The first one yeah. gave us Terry Crews, who we already loved. And it gave us that like very overhype, uh, screaming in your face, almost mocking how masculine the commercials previously had mm-hmm. been, Old Spice Guy. And then after Terry Crews, we got the uh, Mustafa ones. Uh, Those were so great. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is the man that you think you could, right. he's on a horse. And it, people would start sharing them on Facebook and quoting it to each other. And... Uh, TV commercials, constant. You know, a commercial made it when it's parodied and it's still parodied to this day. Right. Both yeah. versions, whether it be Terry Crews or Mustafa. And now it was such a hit that Old Spice has branded that kind of like ironic masculinity mm-hmm. around its entire line. Yeah. Like right. Every one of their characters now, they it works so well, they went through a total rebrand. Right. That's oh, yeah. How good the commercial was. Yeah. They changed their target. Right, and it was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. It was because Old Spice is such an old dad yeah. brand, or it was before this. Sure, and now they have. I think like, embracing the irony is a big part. They embrace yeah. the irony. Yeah. They leaned into it, and now people will still look at each other and be like, "I'm on a horse." Yeah, that yeah. I feel like ending line. I feel like that is kind of brought out too in like the. Um, like the most interesting man in the world kind of thing. Most like, are we joking? Yeah, or are we I not? almost picked the yeah. old, the most I interesting yeah. man the most in the world. Interesting man as well, but most interesting man wouldn't have existed if it wasn't for the first iteration of Old yeah. Spice with Terry. Right, Bruce. absolutely, absolutely. That it yeah. wouldn't have existed if Old Spice didn't make poking fun at itself and absolutely. its target audience so fucking funny. Yeah, oh, I just thought of one that I want. God damn it. I'm changing my last minute one. Are you? Yeah. I might too, because my last... Oh, I don't know. My last one's great, but all right. Okay, that's a good pick. What's your next pick, John? Uh, I was going to do Crystal Pepsi. Oh, why? yeah. Yeah, why? I, I just... I, I mean, with that Van Halen song and the commercial... Oh. It was just like... It was another one where like... It was like... I like the ones like the PlayStation 2, and it was also so full of its own douchiness. Like, that yeah. was part of the reason we started making fun of commercials is... That right now, Crystal Pepsi was saying, like, dude, get ready because shit's gonna be different. <laughs> like, when this comes out, everything's dude, gonna change. Dude, I hope you're ready because, like, your stepdad Cola, won't fuck your mom Cola, so much. Cola's fucking clear now, dude, and the world's gonna be different. <laughs> it was so up its own ass. Like, it was like it was curing AIDS. It was so yeah. full of shit. And um, I, I just think that is, is, but anyway, I'm going to change it last minute. To uh, Virginia Slims, you come a long way, baby. Oh shit! I don't even know those. That's that's an iconic. Well, because I'm of the era when well, you cigarettes know, got when you, outlawed on TV. When you think of Virginia Slims, what do you think of though? Ladies, right? So it was this whole ad campaign that was in, co-opting feminism to say like you've come a long way, you fucking worked 
for all this shit and just take a load off and have a cigarette. <laughs> you deserve I a cigarette, woman, Missy. Yeah. My mouth is too small to chew score. It was like it was like one of these <laughs> one of these gasps of 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 the tobacco industry. Um, and it was especially like I was uh, again pretty much of age where mm. they couldn't have them on TV anymore. But it would be on the back of all the magazines. It was yeah. still legal to have that. I don't know if that's is, is Oh yeah, it still is. No, that's still legal. I'll be still, yeah. through magazines. It'll be like, look at this cool camel that yeah. likes to smoke. And I was gonna go. I mean, I could have gone with the Marlboro Man or the camel, but I, there was something about you've come a long way, baby. Specifically targeting women, uh, I just I I thought it was super interesting and and making it about the fucking struggle. Well, it was right around the time. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> It was right around the time that people started realizing that they can that this they can market off of the struggle. It right. Was, yeah. It was right around that yeah. time where people would be like, "This is for you, the working person." Yeah. yeah. You work in an office. And well, it was probably around the time of the e- Equal Rights Amendment. It was right around like the time. That. Absolutely. And it's yeah. actually why Marlboro failed in China. Oh yeah. So Marlboro had briefly they had in uh, their Marlboro man, the cowboy, the hard worker, the field guy, and they put him in China, and it wasn't working. And they realized it was because for here we put such like we put the American cowboy on such a pedestal, mm-hmm. but in Japan it was like he fucking works outside with cows. That's not what we want. Right, right. So they changed the Marlboro Man in China to yeah. be a business. Keep him outside. Keep, they, <laughs> probably stinks. Keep him outside. He smells like poo. Uh, they changed it to a businessman. Right. Because that's what the go- that's what was what their pedestal is. Right. Yeah, I mean, Marlboro businessman. Right, yeah. I mean, those, uh, there's like, there's like those ones that weirdly embrace class. Like, I was really close to doing the Mentos. Yeah, Mentos. You know, it's just showing people like doing stuff. Yeah. Uh, There was always somebody coming out of an office or some shit like that, and he was like, thank God my breath doesn't stink. You know? Yeah. That was. But, I wouldn't uh, get that job because I smell like shit. But yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's so shady and weird, and 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 specifically targeted towards women that you've come a long way, baby. Is uh, I j- it's there's something about it to me. It would be more ham-fisted if they called it like take a load off of Annie or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That would have been good too. <laughs> All right, that's a good pick. My last pick. Before I get to my last pick, I just I'll, I'm going to do the same thing and talk about the one that you didn't your your, your sixth pick. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna I'm gonna stick with my original pick, but I almost uh, I almost called an audible and went with was it Bud Light's Real Men of Genius oh, campaign? Oh, it was with just the like... guy from Survivor, the band that sang "Eye of the Tiger," not was it the, the reality one where it was show. Just like this guy at this party where, didn't do this. He yeah, did this. it was like there was one I remember about like a guy who delivers Chinese food. Right. And they were these like really. And I'm really glad I didn't pick it now because no one's fucking remembering them. Mm-hmm. But they were so funny. I went online and downloaded all of them. Wow. And had like a CD of them because there were like twenty or thirty of them, and there were these. Oh, they're audio only. Yeah, they were audio oh, only. I do remember this. And they were like these really inspirational, super funny tributes to right. everyday people. And Regular I remember people. the the Chinese delivery food guy. I remember at one point the voiceover guy is uh, talking about how fast he brings your food. Yeah. And he goes, because somewhere there's a dollar fifty three with your name on it. <laughs> and the singer in the background goes, That's ten percent. <laughs> and it was so fucking funny. But uh fuck those campaigns because no one remembers them. Um 
I'm going with my last pick, De Beers' A Diamond is Forever campaign. That's a fucking good one. Which is probably the most effective bit of propaganda in the history of the world. Absolutely. Because if, if anyone doesn't know the story, De Beers basically bought up a big part of the world's supply of diamonds mm-hmm. just to make them scarce and make them seem like something that's more valuable than they are when they're really just at the time were just fancy glass right kind of yeah and then they build this huge marketing campaign about how important it is that if you get married you not only have to have a diamond but you have to spend this amount of money on it sure like they made this seem like the most important thing forever and that was over 60 years ago right and it's still like everyone knows that campaign a diamond is forever yeah there's like a a fucking kanye west song about it isn't there yeah like it's uh it's just, I think, probably the most effective marketing campaign. Of yeah, all time. I mean, I guess it changed it changed that product forever. Yeah, the demand for that product forever. Yeah, because it was a product people didn't care about before right. then, because there yeah. was no like it's like they totally created that market themselves, right. and then because of that, yeah, I mean, they that's were on whole, the forefront that's the whole of thing it. too. Is just like, I mean. You know the 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 whole driving up interest because of making things limited, like right. shoes or whatever. You know, that yeah, happens all the mm-hmm. fucking time. You know, um, bands deliberately releasing limited records. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean, stuff like that. Um, yeah, that's that's uh, but that's I I say definitely the most iconic one. I'm fucking thinking of so many now. I'm so pissed at myself. I'm, yeah, I'm thinking about the Lilo and Stitch commercials. Mm-hmm. I don't remember those. Oh, God, they were so perfect. Basically, they would take iconic Disney moments, like the A Whole New World scene in Aladdin, or the dance scene in Beauty and the Beast, or Ariel singing, but they'd have Stitch fuck it up in yeah. some way. Oh, yeah. So it would start off like the regular commercial for that specific movie, and then that character would interject and fuck it up, and nobody knew what the movie was about, uh, but it built hype around it. Right. Yeah. And it was it was like the first campaign as a kid where I was just like, what is I think, this? I think I think what sh- should have been on my list is something, especially like for something that's not really around anymore, like one eight hundred collect. Oh my god, oh, yeah. those commercials. One eight hundred call att. Yeah, they just got so sunk in your head. No, I want my money and I need it now. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> dude, you're getting a Dell. Fucking uh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. There's a lot. We'll we'll talk about that in a minute. We'll talk about stuff we left off. But first, we got to start uh, chopping, kick some stuff off the list. Do a little chapa chapa. Vanessa, uh, what are you kicking off first? Uh, Trying to remember everyone's. Well, they're on the screen right there. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna kick off. The M and M's pick the new color. Wow! Because while I loved it, I feel like picking a flavor of potato chips kind of they became the center of that campaign. Like, into, what do you mean? Uh, I feel like pick your own thing didn't become as popular until social media became mm-hmm. present. Like it was great when people can call in, but it wasn't as interactive until social media was possible. Mm. It's why people would su- like and and once people were able to suggest it blew up. Like when Man- Mountain Dew was looking for a new name and the internet suggested Hitler was a good guy or gushing grannies. Right. Yeah. Uh so we both learned a lesson and both two of my favorite popular. M&M colors too. <laughs> All right, John, what are you cutting first? Uh I'll chop I'm going to chop uh what do I want to chop? I'm going to chop Arby's just because I don't no! know it. 
I'm going to show it to you now. <laughs> yeah, that probably would have been the one I cut, no, too. No, y'all are missing the Arby's Instagram from your lives. But now I get to cut something else. Well, don't forget, one can be saved. Yeah. Um. Oh, this is tough. This is really tough. It's tough. Yeah, it's getting tough now. I'm going to cut the... Uh, I'm going to cut... Oh, I'm going to cut PlayStation 2, I guess. Fair enough. Uh, Vanessa, what's your next cut? Um, oh, yeah, these are pretty funny. Yeah, he's looking at the Arby's ones now, and I'm... I'm right. Uh, I'm going to cut one of my own. Uh, I'm going to cut the... Just do it because I feel like the Jordans one is a little bit more iconic still. Huh. All right. I'm all for that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down for just one Nike option. Uh, and I'm chopping another one? Uh, yeah. Did, yeah, you've only cut one, right? You cut yeah. Oh, Arby's shit. Instagram. Fuck. Yeah, this is hard. There's nothing but good stuff left. Yeah, there's really nothing but good stuff. Um, I'll take out You've Come a Long Way, baby. That that's not as iconic. Did we both just self sacrifice? We did. We did. We fell on I'm our own swords. I'm proud of us. Wow. Uh. <laughs> We're over here touching each other. <laughs> it's gross. Radio. Oh shit! We're on camera too. Fuck. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what is? I, don't I love know. your energy. I don't know what I'm I've doing. missed you. <laughs> I'm giving time. I'm giving Adam time to think by being a clown. Yeah, this is super <laughs> duper hard. Cut one of your own, so we That's all. That's what I'm be... saying. Yeah, I think I might just end up having to cut one of my own, but all of mine are so great too. So there's, that, <laughs> there's that problem. Yeah, I'll cut the Energizer Bunny, just because we are all good people. Because sales went down when they started that campaign, and so now yeah. do we have to? Uh, do we have to go chase down Miguel? Miguel, you... Oh, I should have cut Diamonds Are Forever because no one gives a shit about diamonds anymore. Yeah. Um, Miguel, if you are listening... Miguel, is... go ahead and save one of those. Oh. Uh, Eminem picked a new color, Arby's Instagram Hey, account. Vanessa. What? Will you turn Wolf Lamp to a solid color? I don't know if you... Wait, wait. Before you do it, look at the screen and look what it's doing to the tiles in the background. Oh, the camera... oh that's so cool. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is actually kind of cool. The camera's Can I like... leave it? Like refocusing so the tiles are flashing? Yeah, dude. It's like a fucking turbo disco in here. It looks like we're in a goddamn Daft Punk video. <laughs> That's why I'm into it. We should be wearing helmets right now. I've been trying to figure out how to make those fucking helmets for four years. How to make the helmets? Aren't yes. they just helmets? Miguel saved no, like, the Energizer them. Bunny. Very nice, Miguel. You, Miguel. The Energizer Bunny for the save. <laughs> you turned on him so fast. I wanted Arby's. You wanted Arby's. Safe. You wanted Arby's. It's a wholesome, beautiful campaign. I, I, I always do that on this cast. I always just do the ones I don't know. All I chop right. the ones I don't know. Okay, so I'm gonna go put up the poll. It will be on our Facebook Live page. I'm sorry, Miguel. If you're a subscriber, you should know how to find that. But I'm I will snapped. also put a link. I can't wait to see what the what the what the, uh, the plebes at home. <laughs> but uh, the peasants, the great unwashed. While I'm putting the. Uh, while I'm putting the poll together, why don't we? Uh, why don't you talk about some of the stuff that almost made your list? I know for me, one thing I just narrowly cut, besides the most interesting man in the world, was um, Yo Quiero Taco Bell. Yeah, uh, absolutely. My dad wanted that dog so that bad. good little puppy. Yeah, and Spuds McKenzie. Spuds was a good puppy. Right. Couple yeah. of good dogs in those campaigns. Um, Cottonelle puppy. An, 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 yet another. Um, 
uh, what uh, an ad campaign that seriously seriously worked on me again Burger King when they rolled out the new fries. Oh yeah, remember that? Status fries? No, 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 no. Those no. were trash. Don't be no. that way, Vanessa. He's no. not talking about Satis fries. I thought he was talking about Satis fries. And so Satis Bur- fries sucked. Like ni- mid nineties, you know, uh, early probably uh. earlier part. They were just they just had shitty fries, and then they like. Uh. They were kind of. They did like a Domino's on it, where they're like, "Hey, we know this I'm sucks. Sorry, I, I know this sucks. We're we're gonna fix it." Yeah, and uh, they did, and they were really fucking good, flavorful, crispy fries ever since. Like they, it was totally, totally excellent. Are chicken fries still around? I think chicken fries. They are. Yeah, I think I they they couldn't fucking love chicken. fries. They couldn't fries. be beat either. That was like uh, it's like one of those weird things, you know, um, like you know, what the- whatever happened. To there's three McDonald's products that disappeared off of the face of the earth that I was obsessed with. Talk about it. There was the salad shakers, which were the worst salads I've ever tasted in my entire <laughs> no, life. Those, yeah, those I don't were crazy. Those. They were 90% dressing, and they would be in a parfait cup, and you would shake it to coat, and what you got was essentially just wet salad. Uh, but they they put so much time into the like their you shake them campaign. Right. The McDLT. Ooh, oh yeah, I don't know that one. DLT? Yeah, they they made it in their their big selling point was that it came in a super wasteful, huge styrofoam container. What was the one D? had but the lettuce put, and tomato? Yeah, they the put other the one cold had the hot stuff in one section. You keep the, the hot, hot and foods the hot. hot. You keep the cold no. foods cold. Jason so Alexander was the face of this because it was Jason Alexander. It's basic just science, like, John. I don't like that my lettuce is warm. So, yeah, that's brilliant. You keep the hot hot. And the God, cold, that's cold. so funny. What the fuck did that happen? I know it happened. Oh God. So like ninety nine would have been oh, turn of the late, millennium. No, late eighties. Oh, for real? I think, or was it nineties? But I, I feel like it was late eighties, early nineties. Listeners, if you can help us with this whole thing, I believe it was like late eighties, early nineties. Um, so McDLT, the salad shakers, and what's the third? Fuck, what was the third? <sighs> I'm trying to remember. It was a very, very. It was a ridiculous. Why would anybody eat this burger? Because. Mm-hmm. Uh, Every fast food joint has an item that they no longer have that devastates me. I got mocked right. at McDonald's when they got rid of chicken selects. Uh, mm, amen uh, to that. I'm going to look for it. Fucking McDonald's, you know, they uh, they beat projections uh, by huge margins just by doing the 24-hour breakfast. Oh, yeah. And I always un- and I, always- I got my twenty four hour McGriddle finally last year. And I was so- I was always fucking <gasps> saying that I was like I know they have all that shit in there. Why can't it just be on the menu all the time? I know. And I- especially the hard ten thirty cutoff was so I'd frustrating. Fucking ten twenty nine. I've worked at a McDonald's though, and it's because they didn't have. You have to have extra grill space to do that because you can't right. like you. It's really hard to switch between cooking pancakes and burgers on the same yeah. grill. I think it's not really, that McDonald's actually cooks their pancakes. Those sure. are totally microwaved. Right, right. But actual breakfast things, you can't yeah. do them on the same. Grill. I think it's really interesting all the stuff they're doing, especially like right now, because that was a huge success. Twenty-four hour breakfast, massive success. Yeah. And then they now they're trying stuff like the three different sizes of Big Mac. Super size. How can I forget? It was super size. Super size oh, me. Yeah. Holy super-size shit! Me. Yeah, super size. Super size me. Is do you know one of how much I ever. miss being able to get a super size of fries? Just because I, oh god, those fucking French fries. I know when that movie had to come along and cock it yeah. all up. Remember su- yeah, wa- <laughs> Super Size Fries? They were like, it's like a bucket of movie yeah. theater popcorn. Oh, God. And the God, thing I'm is, so fucking hungry right now. Yeah. Oh, God, me too. And like, uh, I can't watch Super Size Me without being starving by the end of it. Because I fucking loved that. Jo- and the thing about McDonald's fries <laughs> is it's like 
living in the moment where they're only perfect for that second that they're handed to you and until you eat them and don't stop without a break in between until Absolutely. you get to the bottom. And very much the same Taco Bell. If you give it three minutes, it's fucking acrid, putrid yeah. bullshit. Yep. Taco Bell but does not moment, exist without heat. It's beautiful. Heat. Yeah, absolutely. So the, uh, the poll <laughs> is up now. Everybody go do your duty great and all vote. the time. I love McGriddles. On the Unpops Live Facebook group. If you're a subscriber, you should know the address, but I'm going to uh, post it in the comments on YouTube also. <clears throat> Someone in the comments mentioned the Arch Deluxe. Yes, that's when I worked at McDonald's. Oh, wow. Boy, was that a treat of a sandwich. What the fuck was that? It was on a potato roll. And it just it was just like a quarter it pounder was the with fancy cheese. Men's burger. But it had this really crazy sauce on it that was Oh yeah. Mm, really? The Arch Deluxe was great. Wow, that'd be cool if that was a retro campaign that came back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would I would be down with that. That'd be super cool. So yeah, the uh the poll is up. Let's see if we have any any early votes yet. We do the God old damn, spice guy winning so far. Jesus. The Blair Witch Project number two. Burger King King number three. What is number four? What's up? I thought would be uh, kind of taking the lead. Actually. And De Beers bringing up the rear at number five, which is some bullshit. <laughs> Energizer Bunny doing very well for being saved. Yeah, yeah, that's great. You guys are so good. You oh, I just accidentally home. voted for John. No, <laughs> oh, wait, we can vote. We can vote. We yeah, can don't vote. forget, you can vote. For several. What campaign do they have for the McGriddles? Because I don't remember. I just remember my mom ordering it and then my life being changed forever. McGriddles are such garbage, Vanessa. Fuck up. I kind fuck of, you. I, I agree no. they're bad. Fuck you both. They're, they're perfect. They're so gross. No, they are not disgusting. It, I don't know how they got away with it. That's one of those ones I'm like, I don't know how you guys sell this they're shit. They're perfect. I don't know, dude. They're fucking perfect. It's a handful of everything I want. As an idea? Sweet and salty. As an idea, and yeah. And cheesy. It, as an idea, yeah. Where else can you get maple <laughs> syrup crystals? It's a product that only exists for that goddamn sandwich. That's you can make them. Perfect. That's you one of those em. ones where you're like, ooh, boy, this is okay, bad You can get me. a fucking biscuit. <laughs> it's so manufactured. Yeah. It's okay. so put together. The goddamn biscuit like gets crumbs mess. all over you, so you can't get to the end of the office without being co- covered in crumbs. Yeah, but you have I a need biscuit. a glass of water or milk for that stupid muffin sandwich. But the warm syrup crystals in the pancake and that perfect slice of sausage, I'll it's tell you, a handful of Christmas You know what morning. I greatly, greatly miss from the East Coast that they do not have at the McDonald's out here is the bagel sandwiches. Oh, yeah. Fuck, they're good. Why don't they have those here? What you the fuck? You ever have that? With the, yeah. one, the one where they have steak and onions yeah. and eggs yeah. on a fucking nice chewy bagel? Yeah, Holy why fuck. don't they have those here? It's bullshit. Know. All right, we're going to leave the poll up Don't for another poll. 90 seconds. All right, people. Give people time to go in and vote for the beers go or in there the Energizer Bunny. Or oh, the I'm not even Witch in the Project. top five right now. What did let's, I lose? Let's, oh, the Burger King King slipped dramatically. Did I just accidentally vote for that motherfucking king again? <laughs> I sure did. <laughs> Fine, I'll leave it. Very nice. God, I'd give anything for a fucking McGriddle right now. I have a McGriddle ring. But, have you so seen gross. it? Budweiser was up, was doing. That's great. I'm, I'm happy about that. That one deserves it. Yeah. Have I seen what? My McGriddle ring. No. It's, oh, I did. Yes. Yeah. I did. It's like this high. And uh, what I love so much about the bun is it's, it's got the M imprinted on it. Like it, none of the other items have that. McDonald's is so proud of it that it's the one that they sign off on. Oh, but the McRib imprints grooves to make it look like there's bones, and that's weird. It is. Okay. 
I, I don't find it weird. It's another thing. It is a bit weird, isn't it? No, because no. I, I feel they don't have to do that. Because there are fake grill marks on stuff all the time. Grill marks right. are basically like Fritos. The, they're the flame stickers of cars. Like, <laughs> yeah. Nobody True. needs grill marks. No. Nobody needs the M on the McGriddle. But it's it, it's just a wah, kiss of 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 passion and pride at Fuck the end of the sandwich. Guy is tearing it up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we have... All right, we're going to refresh now. The poll is over. Our winners. Number four, the Burger King King sneaking in there. Fuck, thank you, guys. Did it take out De Beers by one vote because I accidentally voted for it? God damn it! (laughs) (laughs) That's some bull shit right there. Anyway, the Blair Witch Project, number four. I like that. Budweiser's WhatsApp campaign Very nice. is number three. Number two, the Energizer Bunny. People wow. Got, people got behind that one. Yeah. I cut my own pick, and it almost won. Yeah. But number one, this is a good one, the Old Spice guy. Yeah. Old Spice guy. That's a vote for I his I just voted abs. for the king and for Budweiser WhatsApp. That's all I voted for. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that was, that's a good list. <laughs> Yeah, I really did knock De Beers out of the top five by accidentally voting for John Fahey. Well, wait, wait. How many pick. votes did mine get? Yours has 10, and mine has 10. So I assume I'm just like the deciding vote, no less. Oh, I thought it's like fucking... No. Huh. God, that's fine. So <laughs> Vanessa wins. <laughs> what do I win? What do I win? This interaction right here that we're having right now <laughs> is all... I want McGriddles. There's a McDonald's here in L.A. Oh, Kevin's making food. Yeah, where are you guys finding Arby's is what I want to know. I haven't seen an Arby's. Down the street from Amoeba Records. Yeah, we went to Amoeba. We did an episode of Vanessa's podcast. Oh, we nice. We went to Amoeba Records. That's a fucking good pick, Adam. Yeah. That's a yeah, real good pick. Fun. We went to go buy the new Portugal Man album. Yeah. And we went to Amoeba, last Friday. and I watched a guy chew off his toenails. At, Very nice. Well, that was at Arby's, Arby's though. No, he's actually of at Arby's. Of course. Right. Of course, that I'm was I'm so it. mad I didn't get anything because right. I had eaten clam chowder on the beach that day. He was so chewing off like his shit. toenails? Yeah, he yes. was chewing off his toenails. Rather but... than eat the sandwiches at Arby's. <laughs> no, he couldn't afford the sandwiches or a nail clipper. So he's right. chewing off of his, his toenails in an Arby's. Jesus And I Christ. really wanted Arby's, but I had eaten a pint of clam chowder on the beach that day. Of course so you I, did. <laughs> of course. I don't know why you choose the things you choose, yeah. where you choose them. Nobody goes to the beach and says, you know what I like is a hot cup of clam chowder. <laughs> you have that like round a fire. Or Guy some just walking thing. around the beach. Clam chowder. Yeah. Yeah. Sitting in the clam open chowder. sun with my legs in the sticky Over sand. Here, spooning <laughs> chowder into my mouth. I know. You have the most insane choice of anybody I've ever met. Like, I don't know how you think these are good ideas. Because it was cheap, but then I couldn't eat Arby's later, and I was really sad about that. And we were at the iconic Arby's, the one where... Yeah, where, the one where Pat uh, Oswalt took a sad photo in yeah, front Yeah, Pat Oswalt took that sad photo with his Emmy. And oh, I wanted to get one with a bunch yeah. of horsey sauce and go, num, 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 but I was filled with sun clams. Ar- Arby's is great, though. I love it. All right, do we have anything to plug before we get out of here? This was so much fun. This was great. Yeah, great, was great, great episode. Vanessa, what do you have to plug? July 16th, uh, I have a show at The Resident in downtown Los Angeles, it, Baron Vaughn headlining, and nice. we've got Joe Kay, Brody Reed, Robin Tran, and Katrina Davis. It's going to be an amazing show. Uh, it's $3 at the door. There is food and drink available for sale. It's at one of my favorite venues, and this is my 
first of this show. So please come down. I will hug each and every one of you because I want to be able to do more. And uh, I have something else coming up, but I can't remember. Oh, this Saturday, there's a show at a place called Junior High in Los Angeles called Cold Cereal, where there's a free cereal and booze bar there. And we're doing uh, morning comedy while everybody eats their favorite mixes of cereal on the floor like we're cartoons. Mm. And they're going to bring me up to the Angry Beavers theme song. Nice. John, what do you got to plug? Uh, the 26th, I am uh, doing a PUI in Ventura with Quincy Dell Johnson the second. Nice. What are you going to take? Um, my time. At the 30th, I'm at Flappers. And then, uh, I mean, I got to pick somebody up from the airport on Wednesday. That's about it. Who are you picking up? My buddy, Jordan. Jordan. Where's Jordan from? Uh, Colorado. Welcome to L.A., nice. Jordan. Yeah. Uh, what do I got going on? Oh, my hoop earrings. You should subscribe to all of our uh, podcasts on Patreon. Oh, yes. Listen Patreon. to Take a Walk podcast. Patreon.com slash unpops. You should also listen to the Take a Walk podcast with Vanessa Gritton. There is a new episode coming soon. Very nice. From the Museum of Death. We had to record it twice because the first time I tried to steal audio and my fucking titties turned the thing off because I hid the thing under my boob. So, so you had to pay into the museum twice? Uh, well, the second time we just recorded it at home because we had to steal it the first time. Ah, uh, got And it. I had to pretend to be hard of uh, vision twice because we were being very descriptive with stuff. Oh, for God's sake. I know. Nice. Um, and uh, yeah, our back you- Backyard Barbecue show is sold out, but we'll be streaming it if you're a subscriber. $15 and up, you'll be able to watch us tell jokes in Chet Wild's backyard next Ooh. Saturday. And, uh, you know, follow us on all the socials and things like that. And subscribe on YouTube if you're watching this on YouTube. That would be cool. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yes. Thank you for having me. Thank, thank you, you for, for doing me. it. This was so much fun. Vanessa, say goodbye. Goodbye. John Fahey, say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. I love you. But that's what. Goodbye. You all so many hugs. Goodbye, everybody. I love you too. 